Welcome to Movie Epidemic Podcast. Oh, God bless. Yeah, I rarely do the intro. Look at that. Look at me go. Well, I'm letting you, t- I'm letting you take it this time, Chad. I'm going to let you run take with it. it. Today we're going to be talking about a few really good movies. We're going to talk about our top five army movies. Uh, oh, that shit, of course. I Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't do it, did you? No, never mind. Never mind. Uh, yeah, you'll figure it out. You'll figure out what I'm talking about my number five. Um, we're going to talk about top five army movies a little bit later. Uh, of course, to go hand in hand with the movie American Sniper. Oh, Sniper, Snip, Snap, Snippity, Snap, Snooper. B Coops. Uh, then we're going to be talking about James Bond. We're getting pretty close to the end of this James Bond run. We're at Casino Royale now. Yeah, we, we didn't talk about this, but are we doing like a James Bond episode for Skyfall? Uh, maybe, yeah. I wouldn't not do that, that's for yeah, sure. Absolutely not. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't fucking not do that. And then we're going to also be talking about a new movie from PTA, Paul Thomas Anderson. Oh, PTA. Called Inherent Vice, starring... He's a weird dude, hey? Joaquin Phoenix, yeah, he's definitely... <laughs> all his movies are all really different. Like, you look at There Will Be Blood, then you look at Inherent Vice, you're like, no way, it's the same guy. No one way. Thing that's, one thing that's not different, so fucking long. <laughs> so fucking long, but we'll get to that We'll get to that when the time comes. We want to start off with this uh, with this sniping movie. Uh, you know what? I would love that. Let's talk about the, the Call of Duty movie. Yeah. So <laughs> It's not as Call of Duty as uh, Act of Valor. You remember Act of Valor? Uh yeah, that was like what 2011, 2010. I don't know. Yeah, it was it was pretty old. It was it started that kind of genre like uh, Hurt Locker, uh, like and Hurt Locker Zero Dark, and Zero Dark. Yeah, that was Act of Valor. You can thank that movie. Well, basically, basically with this movie, American <laughs> Sniper, I'm gonna you could pretty much go onto the Wikipedia page and just mm-hmm. change the synopsis to the following. If you're not American and Christian, then fuck you. Yeah, you probably won't fucking <laughs> like this very much. <laughs> and as a Canadian liberal, let me tell you, didn't God. really like it that much. <laughs> it's almost offensive to me that this is up as best picture because I wouldn't go as far because Seth Rogen on Twitter he said, "Oh, this is fucking like Nazi war propaganda." I don't know if I'd go that far. No, I also when I, I also like you know when uh, Michael Moore is like, uh, he's like we were taught that snipers are cowards. It's like I, I wouldn't say that either because like snipers they they're they're useful. I feel. <laughs> yeah, they, if if anything, they're more useful. <laughs> they're more useful than almost any other military position, in my opinion. I think I the calling think sniper. A good movie. <laughs> not to mention, not to fucking mention, like, he didn't, there was a point in this movie where he was like, fuck it, I'm not sniping anymore, and then he just goes out into the field and does stuff for the rest of the movie. Yeah, I don't think Michael Moore saw the movie, but, like, fuck that guy, sort of. I like yeah. his stuff, but, like, his opinions are so wrong all the time. <laughs> so let's, let's talk about Bradley Cooper here. Okay, so he's nominated for Best Picture. Nope. <laughs> he's, nominated, he's nominated for Best Actor. No, no, because this is this was his entire performance. He put for on, sure, fuck no. He put on this, this fucking accent, and I barely even mumbled. I barely even think he moved his mouth for most. <laughs> he fucking mumbled the entire movie, and the accent was so clearly fake. And here's another yeah. thing: this this is more relating to the actual fucking script. But you could have just replaced Bradley Cooper with a board that says "I Heart America" on it. <laughs> Like, that's not what the guy was like either, too, right? Is that in this movie, he's basically like, he's like, so why do you do what you do? I do what I do because I love my country. I want to yeah, serve he's based country. on a real guy, right? Yeah, he's based on a real guy. Guy wasn't like that, yo. I don't, I don't know anything about this guy, but I hope he's nothing like this. <laughs> Chris Kyle was not, I mean, like, sure, he loved his country and he served his country, but he was also an asshole. And he was not depicted as such in this movie. He was predi- He was. He wasn't a character. That's what the biggest problem with this movie is: is that he wasn't a character. He was a caricature of classic America. Yeah, this. I know people that like this movie too, and the Americans, Americans, but. Yeah. There's some real Americans that like this movie. I know, I know, I know. I'm not gonna say names, but I know a Canadian who enjoyed this film, and it's like, yo, how? How, it's like when people were like all. It's Disney also like it's pretty. It's it's really long. 
Was, yeah, what what is it like two hours and twenty minutes? Which which yeah. would have been fine if they if like fucking anything happened in this movie. It's like, I'm not I, I'm a self proclaimed hater of the Hurt Locker because because I didn't think much happened in that movie, but like way more shit happened in that movie. Oh yeah, like fucking <laughs> nothing happened in this movie. He he kept going to war and then he'd come back and his wife would be like, "Don't go back," and he'd be like, "I'm going back. I love my country. God bless you, America. Country. God bless." He's like a ro he's like dude, he was like a Christian robot that was powering down all the time. He's like It's like yo, does does the guy need to take his Does the guy need to fucking take his Bible everywhere or is that like just like your bit there? You got a fucking Christian to keep the keep the Christians. Still my favorite part though, my favorite part. Is when uh, it's the flashback to when he's a kid. Yeah. And his dad's at the <laughs> yeah dad's with the, the fucking table. <laughs> with he's, the on, he's he's undoing his belt and he's like, "All right, kids, there's three types of people in this world. There's the sheep, and they need to be protected from the evil people. And then there's the wolves. They prey on the sheep and they hurt the innocent people. And then there's the sheep dogs. <laughs> they protect the sheep from those evil people. And when you're in my house." You're a sheepdog, and he's like taking off his belt during that. Like, it's the most American thing I've ever seen. Um, another thing too, I just, I just find so fucking weird about this movie is that you had the brother character, right? Uh -huh. And yes, this was based on true events, but like, if you're gonna focus so heavily on the relationship between him and his brother, have his brother fucking do something, you know? His brother didn't fucking do anything. He was just kind of like, I like you, Chris. You are a good man who is an American and loves Jesus and God and America and you do good snipe work. Thank you very much. God bless you. Like, <laughs> it is what the whole movie, like, it's almost bizarre like that. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it really is. It's, it's like, I don't know, it felt like none of this was an actual script. Like, it felt heavily edited by, like, Congress or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, they brought a script to Congress, and they're like, okay, we want to put out an American movie, but you got... Can you okay this? And then they look through it, and they're like... I'm an American just gonna, man. Just, just gonna fucking make a yeah, few I'm changes. I'm an American man. <laughs> One oh, thing... Uh, <laughs> hey, Chadley, when yeah. you're in my house, you're a sheep. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, another thing I want to touch on too, and this is like a small thing, but uh, it was it was pretty dumb. So we got Chris Kyle. He's coming back in from his duties. He's sitting on the bunker, and there's this other asshole, lazy asshole, sitting there reading a Punisher comic. And he goes, oh, he goes, yeah. you just sitting there Punisher reading. A that was Punisher guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm out there serving my country. You're just sitting here reading comic books. And he's like, uh, it's a graphic novel. There's a difference. Okay, you're fifty percent correct. You're fifty percent correct. Yes, there is a difference between comic books and graphic novel. What you're holding? Not a graphic novel. That's had that be a comic book. <laughs> yeah, that's a fucking comic book. You dumb, you dumb fucking nerd. You fucking hey, American hey, fuck. Hey, hey. Uh, you obviously got like an army consultant on there. Why don't you get a nerd consultant? Get like yeah, an actual. Fucking... Get like give them Watchmen. Fucking. And like, why did that scene even exist? Why did that I, scene even he, happen? No, I'll tell you why it existed. Because he has <laughs> Punisher on his jacket. And they're like, why does he have Punisher on his jacket? You have to explain why he likes Punisher. So they're like, okay, find a fucking Punisher comic at the fucking 99 cent store and put that in his hands. Call it a graphic novel for some reason. Yeah, fucking call it a graphic novel. Do a little, write a little quip. Write a little quip, Clint Eastwood. <laughs> so we got Bradley Clint Cooper. this. Also. Was Bradley Cooper the only actor in this movie? I don't remember anybody else even fucking being in this movie. Yeah, every, it was, everyone was bad. I don't understand, like, why this is nominated for anything. Yeah, it's so it's so shitty. But here's here's why this movie is so bad. Like, this is... There's tons of things that we can pick at. Yes, it's boring. The performances are no good. Uh, it's very American. But here's why this movie's really bad. is that it's really fucking racist. And it trains you to be racist. Because, basically, we got a bunch of white dudes going into brown dude territory. And every time you see a brown dude, this movie trains you to just go, Oh, brown dude, that's a bad guy. Because bad guy. Even, even, even when a brown dude was a good guy... Oh, sneak attack. Bad guy. He's a bad guy. Sneak attack. He's hiding guns in the floor. Bad guy. True. Like, <laughs> like it trains you to just think all brown people are bad. Like, I saw this thing, and it was like... They're not, fucking, not bad, Chadley. 
there were people on Twitter basically just making fun of this movie with ridiculous tweets, and one of them was just like, this movie made me love America a thousand times more and hate Arabs ten billion times more. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And that really is, it is the biggest problem in the movie is that it's fucking racist. It's really racist, and they don't atone for it. Not even like fucking, what was that one Marky Mark did where him and he was with the the Arabs and they were teaming up together. What was that? It was based oh, on a true story. Lone yeah, Survivor. Lone Survivor. Yeah, whatever. The, like, even that. I never like, saw like, that one. I never saw that one. Even like that. Like, even her locker's not racist. This movie's straight up racist. There was good Arab people in fucking in fucking Hurt Locker. There was good Arab people in Lone Survivor. Mm-hmm. There was plenty of good. Th- See, this is why um, Hurt Locker, I feel like, is somewhere in the middle between this and Zero Dark Thirty because this is terrible. Hurt Locker's all right, but Zero Dark Thirty was like the perfect depiction of oh, what dude. actually was going down. I love Zero Dark Thirty. Yeah, fucking Osama. <laughs> Chris Pratt. Osama. Is that Pratt? <laughs> I believe it was Chris Pratt. Well, God bless. Yeah, it was a really weird role for him because he went straight from Parks and Rec to that. Osama. Osama. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. Really racist. Homophobic at times, even. Um, not not very interesting comes with to the look territory, at. Though. Yeah, true. America. Uh, <laughs> not very um, fun to watch. Bad performances. No likable characters. Literally zero likable characters. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't get it. All of the characters. I mean, I do get it. I do get it, but I just don't get it. It, yeah, I think I think it's something similar. Like I mentioned earlier, I mentioned the movie Lincoln. I I don't get that movie, but I think like it's an American thing, right? And if you're an American, you're gonna love it or whatever. And if you're fucking love American Sniper, whatever. I don't give a shit. I just like, just know that you're liking it all for the wrong reasons and 100% fuck no. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that one's gonna get the uh, that's gonna get the uh, uh, movie epidemic uh, punch nerds uh, seal of 100% fuck no approval. Unanimous, hundred percent fuck no. I'm gonna get that hundred percent fuck. I would never watch that again, and I would never recommend it to anyone. So that's hundred percent fuck no. Hundred percent fuck no. All right. So now that we've done that, we've done the hundred percent fuck no American Sniper. Let's move on. I don't want this is upsetting me. I don't want to talk about this movie anymore. Okay. All right. Let's talk about the top five army movies. Now this can include you know Air Force, Navy, uh, things like that. Uh, World War Two. Uh, whatever fucking war. It's just, just like general military army. Films, military films. We fucking, we fucking don't. We make the rules around here, and there are no rules. You know, N- Navy, uh, uh, Air Force, uh, uh, Army, military films is what we're gonna call yeah. it. Yeah, my my number five. You could even probably even argue is none of those things. So. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't why don't why don't you start us off with your number five? My number five is little Rob Williams like this more good morning Vietnam. Good morning Vietnam. Just barely missed my list. This is. Really good movie. Got the Forrest Whitaker eye in this movie. I'm Dallas Saki Saki. It's a goddamn. In case you just watch Family Guy or something and you don't watch movies, that's where that came from. <laughs> There's a lot of people who get their quotes off Family Guy not realizing that. They're, I, you know, you'd be, yeah, that's what I was. I was honestly surprised. Like somebody said that to me one time, and I'm like, oh, yeah, good morning Vietnam. <laughs> good joke. And they're like, that's Family Guy. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> You're straight, right. you're straight wrong about that, son. Uh, so my number five, like I said, it's debatable whether or not this is actually a military oh, yeah. movie. This movie's Tropic Thunder. No, um, no, that counts. I'd say yeah. that counts. Yeah, it counts? Yeah, because they're pretending to be military, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, so we got, we got the stiller, we got... And you know what? I feel like this movie gets shit on a lot, but actually, I love it. No, Tropic Thunder's great. Yeah, I, I don't just like this movie. I fucking love this movie. It was, uh, it's one of the it's one of the greatest comedies that Ben Stiller has ever been a part of. Yeah, absolutely. Although, although, uh, if I had to make one complaint about Tropic Thunder, uh, take out Jack Black. <laughs> yeah, Jack Black. <laughs> Jack Black doesn't need to be in things. <laughs> no, he's fine in some stuff, but he's bad in this movie, and he didn't need to be there. You know what he's really good in? What's that? There's an episode of uh, X Files that he was in like 25 years ago. <laughs> Shit. He was getting that. X Files existed 25 fucking years no, ago. No, no, no. You're right. Probably about 20 years ago. <laughs> fucking a lengthy amount of time. All right. It's, it's, I came out. It came out the same year as my birth. So. Yeah. So yeah. A while back. A while back. Jesus yeah. Christ. That's X Files is that old? That blows my. I thought X Files started in like 2001. Why did I think that? Nah, dude. It's it's like early 90s. 
Jesus. Jesus Christ. They're bringing it back, though. They're bringing it back. X Files 2015. I heard they're also bringing back Heroes, which I'm really excited for. Heroes, yeah. Uh, Twin Peaks is coming back. Shit, Twin Peaks? That show hasn't been going since, like, the 80s. Yeah, dude, Twin Peaks is so good. I think Shit! Twin Peaks really nice, but yeah. They brought back 24 for, like, that TV movie. Why'd they do that? They're, they're actually in talks about doing more uh, 24. I, I'd but, watch more 24. I'd watch it. Now, here's the thing, though. No Kiefer. Uh, okay, no thanks, then. <laughs> yeah. but, oh, wait, you know, wait, wait. How can they get? How can they fucking get Kiefer for fucking Metal Gear Solid, but they can't get Kiefer for Twenty Four? What? I don't get it. Oh, they want to expand the Twenty Four universe. They're trying to make it like a universe now. So no, I don't. I, yo, I don't. I don't care about the universe. <laughs> no, no one gives a shit about the universe. Right? <laughs> I just want. I just want to see Kiefer Sutherland. Like, unless you're like you fucking Marvel, get out of here. Yeah, no, unless you're unless your fucking universe is like clearly, clearly like unrealistic, something like Marvel. Uh, you know, fucking fantasy worlds and stuff, then you can do stuff around your universe. But if your universe is literally just like a guy, a guy who's like... <laughs> it's based on a fucking <laughs> athletic dad. Yeah, fucking athlete dad. I just, like... <laughs> I just he wasn't s- even a strong dad. He was just an athletic dad. That's, that's what like I liked about 24. That's what they fucking... That's like I if think they that's made, what my dad liked about it, too, because Kiefer's just an athletic dad. He's very relatable. That's like if they made a fucking Taken spinoff without Liam Neeson. Like, yeah, no, that's he's more of a he's more of a superpower dad though. He's more of an action dad. More of an action dad, but he's just athletic dad. Whereas, yeah, whereas Twenty Four <laughs> Kiefer is just an athletic dad. Oh, dude, Twenty Four rules though. Yeah, there should just be. It's a great program. It's a great fucking program. What can I say? Well, is it all on Netflix. I kind of want to watch some of that tonight. Oh, uh, I think it might have taken down, but oh, no, it blows. Is it on but... Show Me? Is it on Show Me? Uh, uh, dude, nobody has Show Me. Oh, it is. Is it still on? Uh, still on Netflix. So we're good. Oh, oh, phew. Yeah, me worried there for a second. What's? I, what's... Uh, Shaw gave me a three-month uh, trial of Show Me. So. Is, is it bad? Not good, dude. But it has, it has, a of, has a has a Modern Family, which I enjoy to watch on occasion. Yeah, it's a, it's a good one to watch. I, I don't mind Modern Family. I mean, I wouldn't marathon it, but it's. Yeah, you know, it's fun. No, no, I'll watch an episode if I'm like going to bed or something. Yeah. Know. It's got oh, it's got every episode of Star Trek, which I enjoy. Oh, oh fuck me. Wait. It's got, uh, oh, wait, all the Star Treks, like even Next Gen. Yep. yep. All, Holy, all the movies oh, too. Oh, oh, what was the one? What was the one that was going on like simultaneously with Next Gen? What was that one? Fucking. Uh, called? Deep Space. Vo- Voyager was it? Voyager. No, Voyager was later, I think. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, maybe it was Deep Space. Why'd they have two fucking series going on at the same time? What are they uh, fucking why Marvel? Not? Why not? Why, are they, why not? Are they fucking Marvel having two like fucking TV shows? I like all of like, I like Star Trek so much, I'll even watch, like, fucking Enterprise, the shitty one. I'll watch them all. Yeah, well, yeah, no. The, the Nazi episode is clearly the best thing of all time. Sure, sure. So, <laughs> uh, what's your... What, oh, my number four? Yeah, my yeah. number four. <laughs> uh, my <laughs> number four is Inglorious Bastards. Oh, holy shit! According to Movie Epidemic, number four best army movie of all time, Glorious Bastards. Also, my number four. Holy fuck, boys! Somebody ring the siren. Mark it down. (laughs) (laughs) Number four four greatest army movie, Glorious Bastards. Love that movie, man. So good. Christoph Waltz. So good. So fucking good in this movie. One of my favorite Waltz movies, actually. Remember when this movie was fucking being like. uh, promoed and like all the commercials showed like tons of Brad Pitt and they're like starring Brad Pitt but they didn't yeah. even mention Christoph Waltz even though that he clearly has like much more fucking but nobody knew who the hell he was at the well, time. Well now you can now you can market Christoph Waltz as the, as oh, the oh, oh yeah and they did that for Django. They knew what they were doing. Oh yeah did they do that for Django? Yeah. Oh yeah they were like yeah. yeah Django- that's a great I haven't seen that movie since in theaters. I need to watch that again. That's a great Fucking movie. really? I've seen it like six times since theaters. It's so good. Really? Oh it's man. It's fucking phenomenal. It's on, that's, that's on Netflix. I'll have to watch that sometime. It's it's better than Inglorious Bastards I think. Dude, yeah. I like it. I like it much yeah, better. I, I, I do remember like you know quite a bit so I would say that's true. We gotta do so a Tarantino your... episode sometime. Oh Maybe shit yeah. Release or something. Shit um, yeah. So I think, uh, oh yeah, my turn. Uh, number three. This is uh, f- came out th- last year. This is Fury. Fury, yeah, the tank movie with B. Pitt. We got yeah. we got a back to back Brad Pitt here. You know he loves playing. He loves killing Nazis. That's all I know about Brad Pitt, the man. <laughs> I love killing Nazis. I love killing Nazis. 
Uh, if I ever get to if I ever get to talk to Brad Pitt, you know what my first question is going to be? <laughs> Why do you like killing Nazis so much? <laughs> uh, this movie also has Shia LaDuke, which is oh yeah, fuck yeah. And he was good. He was good in that movie. Buck LaDuke. That name is based off Shia LaDuke. <laughs> so my number three is a little Christopher Walken slash uh, Matthew Broderick joint. It's Biloxi <laughs> Blues. Uh, if you've never seen Biloxi Blues, it's a fucking amazing movie. Uh, all about military training. Matthew Broderick from the 80s, back when, you know, before oh, he Broderick. sold out so hard. Yeah, before he sold out hard. And uh, fucking Christopher, Christopher Walken is such a fucking badass in this movie. Dude, I love like, Chris. Chris that's, that's the only reason to see this movie. And it's it's actually a sequel. It's a sequel to my favorite movie of all time. Well, no. What? what? No, one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, Brighton Beach Memoirs, both written by Neil Simon. Uh, Brighton Beach Memoirs, uh, starring Jonathan Silverman, the lesser-known brother of Sarah Silverman, much more talented as well. Oh, Brighton Beach Memoirs is so good. 10 out of 10 to recommend. And then the sequel, Biloxi Blues, where he joins the army and for some reason is now Matthew Broderick, is also very good. <laughs> Who was he in the first one? <laughs> he was Jonathan Silverman. Oh, okay. And then he just became Matthew Broderick in the second movie. Oh, God bless, you know. God, God bless. can do that to you. Both incredible films, though. Absolutely. Both incredible films. Well, right on, right on. Uh, my number two. This is a personal favorite of mine from said director. This is Full Metal Jacket. Full Metal Jacket, yeah. You know what? This one just barely missed my list, but because I haven't seen it in a long time. I love Full Metal Jacket. So I remember, much. I remember being like, like more violent than any other movie in the '80s. So it's pretty violent. Yeah, lots of lots of blood. I like the, scene. I, like the I like, I like a lot of the boot camp stuff at the beginning, mm-hmm. and uh, when they like beat that dude up with uh, socks full of soap. Yeah, it's like it's like the same sort of stuff that you see in, uh, like uh, like uh, what's that movie? This sort of like Full Metal Jacket. They came out around the same time. Yeah, uh, 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 Platoon, Platoon, sort of like, like Platoon. Yeah, like almost the same movie, but Full Metal Jacket's gooder. Yeah, well, it's Kubrick, so yeah, the Cube. It's not gonna be bad. I don't think I don't think the Cube ever made a bad movie. Not in my to, opinion. Not in my think opinion. About it, nah, Cube never made a bad movie. So my I like number two. All of his movies and. Uh, and I even like uh, I even like uh, Eyes Wide Shut, which is considered oh, one dude, of his I fox with Eyes Wide Shut so hard. Uh, it's considered it's one of his weakest though. So. It's the original Zodiac, man, and it's way better. So my number two is a little Tom Hanks joint. You might have heard of it. It's called Saving Private Ryan. Oh yeah, Saving Private uh, Ryan. Now this is actually like one of the most violent movies of all time. You got Tom oh, Hanks. Yeah. You got uh, I think uh, that was like in the time when Tom Hanks was in. Like, every movie he was in had uh, that fucking guy who was on Law & Order or whatever the hell his name was. You know, the guy, Lieutenant Dan. Dan. I don't know know what his real name is. I don't don't remember. I actually know what his name is. Yeah, I I totally forget it. Like, I should know it, but I totally forget it. And then we got Matt Damon, of course. Now, I love Matt Damon. I love Matt Damon so much. And he's so good in this movie because he's such, like, he's so whiny in this movie. That it works, you know, it works. Mm-hmm. And you never see, you never see Matt Damon in a role like that. And then, bam, he hits you with this fucking hard-hitting, whiny character, and it's, I don't know, it's a good movie. Fucking watch Saving Private Ryan. What's your number one? My number one, Top Gun, baby. Top Gun, baby. My number one as well. Fucking, <laughs> 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 fucking Top Gun. Staple. There was my hat. Can't see it. You're doing, you're doing the dark room podcast. It's too dark in there. You can't see the hat. Oh, there it is. Top Gun, baby. Yay. Top, Top Gun. I love Top Gun. Top Gun's so fucking good, man. Fucking the fucking volleyball scene, man. <laughs> coiled up, gets, oiled up dudes. Get, gets me right here. Who ordered the oiled up dudes? <laughs> gets gets me right in the heart every fucking time. God damn, that's a good movie. God damn, Tom Gun. Top Gun is good. I almost called it Tom Gun because it Tom is Tom Gun. I I consider it Tom Gun. <laughs> <laughs> Long lost brother James Gunn. Tom Gunn. All right, yeah. So yeah, there you have it. Number one best military movie of all time, according to Movie Epidemic, and number four, uh, Top Gun and Inglorious Bastards. It's not the Good first at... time it's been at the top. Yeah, not the first time. Tom Will Cruise be... movies top. Will not be the last. We want to move on to a little bit of 007, Jimmy Bond. Jimmy Bond. Jimmy Bond. So um, this is Casino Royale. Oh, we finally made it to the fucking. Finally made it to the glory days. This one came out in what, 06? That was a while ago. 
06. It's weird how much time there was between Quantum of Solace and Skyfall. As like four years, that's uncommon for same Bond, you know? Sure, I guess. <laughs> so but here we have... I remember, like, there was 13 years earlier in between, so... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so here we have uh, the first of the... I, I what, what would we call these? We call these the fucking serious Bond films? The the good ones? Yeah. They're, like, they're also, like, real serious, unlike the old yeah, ones. Yeah, I would call them the gritty Bonds. Gritty Bond. Okay, so here we got, we got Gritty Bond. We got Daniel Craig, who is a phenomenal actor. And here's here's the thing, is that watching this movie, there were so many parts while watching it that I went, oh, fuck, I forgot how good this is. Oh, like, yeah. I probably said that aloud, like, a good dozen times. A baker's dozen. Yeah, it's, it's a good film, man. I don't know why this movie starts in black and white, but I don't know. Kinda, <laughs> Nobody kinda, knows that. When I was a kid, well, I guess... people excited, Charlie. It's provocative. Was I a kid? Yeah, no, I was like 14 when this movie came out. And when this came out and I saw it in theaters, I thought maybe, because I'd never seen, like, all the old ones, I thought maybe the black and white was, like, a throwback to, like, the original days of James Bond. But there's never any black and white James Bond movies. So it wasn't a throwback. It was just them doing black and white. Style choice, man. It's a style choice. Why are we in black and white right now, Chadley? Oh, true that. True that. <laughs> true, true, true. I fucking always forget true. that we do the black and white pod. <laughs> this fucking show is all black and white. <laughs> Who gives a shit, Chadley? It's two dudes sitting in a studio. A fake <laughs> studio. Um, but yeah, we got um, Daniel Craig, who's fantastic, and the Bond song in this movie, and oh, the intro. There's so... Goddamn. Chris Cornell of Soundgarden. Goddamn, son. Okay. <laughs> It's so good. Like, every, like almost everything about this movie is so fucking good. So basically, my name. basically we have Le Chiff. Le Chiff uh, is the villain of this movie. And basically... Oh, dude. Fucking... I love Mad. Yeah. Like Mad's Madison. Yeah, he's... What is he doing now? He's like Hannibal or something? Oh, Hannibal dude. Lecter? Have you watched Hannibal? No, I heard it's great, though. Oh, my God, dude. The, the, the finale to season two is, like, better than anything I've ever seen on TV. <laughs> that shit. includes Breaking Bad. That includes Breaking Bad. Oh. This is the finale of season two. Now, hold, now hold up. That's that's some ammo you're firing right now. Yeah, dude, yeah. It's not... The, the whole series isn't as good as Breaking Bad, of course. Breaking Bad is clearly the best thing on TV. It's the best, best, ever. best television series of all time. I agree with that. I'm just saying, this the finale? Like, you know how everybody was, like, all uh, fucking... They're all psyched for that... Uh, Game of Thrones episode, The Red Wedding, when they killed off all those characters. Mm-hmm. It's just got nothing on Hannibal. It's got <laughs> nothing on Hannibal. Just fucking, just fucking nothing. <laughs> so yeah, that guy, what's his name? Matt, 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 It's Mads Milkinson. Mads Milkinson. He's he's really good Mikkelsen, in this movie. Maybe, Mikkelsen. And he does, he does a good Bond. Remember, oh, I don't remember which one it was. We watched the one where we had the fucking... Weak nerd media guy. Do you remember that? Yeah. That was like that was uh yeah. And he didn't sleep. Tomorrow doesn't die or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And, um, tomorrow didn't wake up in the morning. I think. <laughs> you got the fucking you got the fucking skinny nerd media guy that changes. Well, in this movie they had a skinny nerd like guy, but they found a way to make him intimidating and badass as yeah, threatening. Fuck. Yeah. And it was it was good. And that's what I like about this movie is that almost everything like. It was like they fucking took, like, the perfect, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The perfect uh, thing, equation. The perfect equation for, like, an Oscar movie. And they were like, yeah, you know, we're going to make an Oscar movie. To, you know, fuck it. Just erase all, erase all the names, put in James Bond. Good-ass fucking movie. Good-ass. Hey, oh, yeah. It's, uh, this is per- it's as perfect as two movies you're ever going to get, really. It's like, it's got the perfect amount of it's fucking... Uh, action, like you know, you you blow out the gates with that scene where he's like chasing the dude through that like uh, that African city, which is great. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm a big like. That's that's one thing that I remember too is that I remember when I first saw this movie. This is like one of the first James Bond movies I ever saw. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when I saw this movie, I was watching like the first bit where he's like becoming a double O, and I'm like, all right, what? 
What is all right? Okay, I'm I'm with you here, but I'm kind of like I'm kind of weary. As soon as that fucking scene happens in the construction site, that's the part where you're like, oh, okay, they're not fucking around at it's, all. It's yeah, it's not like the other James Bonds either. Like he's like, it's he's, it's so much grittier. It's so much. It's just like so it's more good. stylistic. Like yeah. there's so much more style to this movie than there is to the other one. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what I like so much about it. Also. You can't find a single movie in the history of ever that has a fucking 45-minute card-playing scene that's that oh, fucking good. Like, oh, that's yeah. that good. Best Is part it 45 scene minutes? It's, like, they play that game for a long time, but in that time, fucking James <laughs> Bond is, like, like nearly assassinated, like, twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got to fucking... What is it? They put the things on his chest. They got to bring him back to life. Yeah. Well, it's, I was... Uh... I, I I was taking some new sleepy medicine and I'm like I'll throw this on I'll watch like the first half an hour of it I was so fucking amped up I watched like most of it it's I, it's I fell asleep in like the last half hour but still it's phenomenal and like I don't know this one's weird too because this is like the first time we saw like full nude Bond full like, nude hey full full nude man no dick but like <laughs> no witch pretty, finger hey pretty pretty fucking close. Another thing too is that is that another reason that this differs. I have a question from... for Spectre. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, are we gonna get to see uh, Daniel Craig's witch finger? <laughs> at least, at least let us see the fucking top like Ben Affleck's. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> like Ben Affleck and Gone Girl, just like yeah. just the tip. Just hashtag, the, just the tip. hashtag Spectre. Hashtag just the tip. <laughs> just like the meaty bit, you know. That's all. That's all we really need. But um. What was I going to say? Oh, yeah, what, what really sets this aside is that in most James Bond movies, basically, you have a 40, like a, like a 35 to 40-minute climax that's really exciting, whereas in this movie, they did something kind of different. They had, like, two separate 25-minute climaxes. Two climaxes, that's true. Yeah, so, like, you have your first climax, and you're like, oh, shit, man, the movie's over. We're the, first all time, the first time, I, no joke, the first time I watched this, I didn't see this in theaters, I don't think, but I saw it on DVD. And the first time I watched, I turned it off after the first climax because I thought that was over. Yeah, right. Like the scene <laughs> where he's fucking in the wheelchair and she comes and she's like yeah. giving her love to him. You're that's like, actually that's... where I turned it off because it was I, I watched it really late at night the first time. And I'm like, oh, that's got to be it. So I turned it off. Second time I watched it, I kept Dude. watching. I'm like, there's a fucking there's more to it. <laughs> like half hour. Yeah, there's a fucking there's another half hour and it's a great half hour. The second climax is for sure better than the first climax. Cuz oh, it throws a twist your way and you're like, "Holy fuck, boys, buckle up." <laughs> yeah, you buckle. Oh, I, oh dude, <laughs> I I had dual seatbelts. When, <laughs> when they sell this movie on DVD, they should have been they should have included a seatbelt that you could attach to your couch so that when you're watching it and the climax number 2 comes like, you, can fuck them up. you know, you know, like when they tell you to put on 3D glasses and like a thing flashes on screen, it's like throwing your 3D glasses down. It's like buckle up now. Yo, Coley, I, th- I think we figured it out. I think we figured out why this podcast is a thing. We this podcast exists so that we can come up with the idea for the fucking movie watching couch buckle. The <laughs> couch buckle. Dude. <laughs> this is it, man. Always, I've always wanted one for my for my computer chair. One surfing dank memes. Like yeah, I, fucking buckle up. You can have like a fucking coming out right over here, and then it goes yeah. right down here. Yeah, or like if you're playing Call of Duty, and like <laughs> you want to get really into it, you gotta buckle in, dude. Oh my god, fucking Call of Duty. That's amazing. That's amazing. So Casino Royale all together. Yeah, throw some curves ball, curveballs your way. You don't expect no. There's like there's like seven betrayals in this movie. Oh like, yeah. It's fucking betrayal heavy. I love also. that. Uh, I love the uh, the CIA guy too. Who's that guy? Uh, he's um, great. Oh, Felix. Yeah. What's his name? Yeah. Black guy. He's 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 great though. And it was nice to see Felix reintroduced uh, because they kind of forgot about him in the Brosnan films, and they had him with that. They had him replaced with that Jimbo guy. Jeff Jeff Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright. That Jeffrey guy's great. Wright. Yeah, he's he's fantastic. And, he's in Quantum too, isn't he? Uh, I believe he's. I believe he's in one of the other ones. I think it, and I think it is Quantum. I've seen. I've seen Skyfall like a baker's a baker's dozen times since it came out like two years ago. So I think I'd remember if he was in that. I don't yeah, think he I, is. I just looked it up. He's in Quantum. Yeah, 
yeah, the, the third one, it's all Javier. You know, it's like it's all Bardem from, from there on out. Oh man, Javier's so good. He's so fucking good. He's so fucking but, good. Um, <laughs> yeah, so this movie, phenomenal, phenomenal. But one thing I will say about this movie that's disappointing. Hmm. It's low on the fuck scale. Low, low. Like, but uh, you know. all time low. I, you know, I think they're trying to reinvent themselves. You know, they didn't want to make him as as sleazy of a dude. I think. Yeah, they kind of wanted him to be, you know, a good guy, and that's and that's why he fell in love. And it's like I don't, I don't care though. I don't. You know, See, cool. the thing about James Bond is when he falls in love with you, you know you're gonna die. <laughs> yeah, it happened actually. to everyone. It happened to fucking Honor Majesty's Secret Service too. Well, it happens in all of them, man. They all fucking die or just disappear. Yeah, fucking he fell in love with Electra in, what was that one? The World's Not Enough. What happens? Oh, he shot her in the fucking head. He had yeah, to do it. He had to pull stuff. the trigger. That's a, you know what? The World's Not Enough, that's not bad. But this this Casino Royale, it's one of the best ones we've fucking seen. Oh, yeah. This is some top three material in my opinion. It's a masterpiece. It's a masterpiece. It really is. Hot damn, what a good movie. All right, shall we move on to the PTA? Yeah, okay. Okay, so start a memo, all right? You got your email open? Mm-hmm. Dear Paul Thomas Anderson, don't make your movie so convoluted. It's uh, a... Gotcha. Yeah. That's a, one of the problems with this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Inherent Vice is so convoluted. It was, like, this is one of the most confusing movies I've ever seen. And for what actually happens in the movie... It didn't need to be that confusing. It's, yes, that's true. We got fucking, what, like a million characters, like two of which I give a shit about. Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson. Wilson. Owen Wilson, yeah. And I didn't not I did not like the Josh Brolin guy. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. Bigfoot was all right. B- Bigfoot was okay, but then, and then Doc, I don't know if I like that character. Yeah, he looks like... Uh... Wolverine. Yeah, he or, looks like uh, CM Punk. Fake fucking Wolverine. So yeah, this movie had like a billion characters. They threw Maya Rudolph at us for some reason. Yeah, Martin I Short. I I missed that. <laughs> yeah, she Martin was, Short was great. <laughs> Martin Short was in this movie doing coke. Yeah. I, you know what? Like, I gotta yeah, say, I gotta say, I don't like Martin Short, but this is probably the best performance he's ever done. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> like. It's definitely one of the best performances he's ever done. We got so Maya Rudolph. My sister, my sister gave me a book, Martin Short's fucking biography for my, for Christmas. I'm like, do you hate me? You fucking hate me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, right, it's right there. <laughs> so Martin Short is bad. Um, he's not very good, but like he's got some good John Candy stories. So that's what made it to the book. Yeah, and uh, fuck, what even else? Who else is in this movie? We got Maya Rudolph. Reese Witherspoon. Let's oh, talk about Reese Witherspoon. This movie is two and a half hours. Didn't need to fill it with Reese Witherspoon. Why the fuck was she in this movie? She played no role. Yeah, she talked to him for a minute and the only like she she was there literally to supplement the end where he barges in and is just like, show me the files, show me all the files. And she's like, sure. okay, okay. But, yeah, fucking Owen Wilson, even Owen Wilson was kind of flat. Basically what this movie's about is that this character, Doc, he's a private investigator. His ex-girlfriend, Shasta, who he's clearly still in love with. Shasta Soda. Shasta Soda. Remember Uh, Shasta Soda? (laughs) I think that's what she's based on. Shasta goes missing, as well as her boyfriend, who's also married, and his name is Michael Wolfman. Wolfman, like, yeah. That's, my, a good, my, that's a good handle, though. Yeah, it's a, it's a good 70s name. Definitely a good 70s name. Uh, Doc was also a good 70s name. Shasta, I don't think people... Yeah, this movie was uh, all about hippies. Yeah, yeah, and they said the word, like, hippie and uh, some other stoner things so many times in this movie. Yeah. And I'm like, what is this What is this movie even about? Like, don't, why are they saying hippie? Don't like, use... Doper that much. Don't say the word doper. Doper was was in it a lot. And, like, it's weird because, like... It felt like they were trying... Here's the thing. I don't think Joaquin Phoenix has ever smoked before. Yeah, yeah, because he was, like... Because he wasn't playing a fair, convincing stoner, you know? (laughs) Yeah. But, and here's another thing, too, is that when I felt this movie... Where I felt this movie really started to struggle is when you realize that... 
the film seems to be trying so hard to emulate the 1970s and, like, the stereotype of the 1970s rather than just actually it being like the 1970s. Yeah, it's like, uh, they're trying to do, like, a stream of consciousness, like, um, like, fear and loathing. Like, they're trying yeah. to do that. But it, it felt so short. didn't work. So, yeah, he's basically, he's going around, and... Here's another big gripe that I have with this movie. Is that I've seen plenty of private investigator movies, and, you know, they're pretty fun to watch. Mm-hmm. But what I didn't like about this particular movie is that in most private investigator movies, you sort of see how people come to the conclusions that they come to before they, you know, move on to the next thing. Whereas in this movie, they didn't show that at all. It was basically like him going and getting a clue, and then you have to decipher the clue yourself as the viewer and find out why the fuck he went to the fucking insane asylum. What? How did he even end up there? How did he get there? Yo, I'm not a detective, all right? So (laughs) this movie was a little hard for me to comprehend. And this uh, this movie had another problem, too, in the fact that it ended at, like, an hour and 40 minutes. And then it just kept going. <laughs> like it, yeah, it's it, very it an, long. It hadn't... No, but that's the thing, is that it's not. It's an hour and 40 minutes. But then it just keeps going for 50 more minutes for some reason. The train rolls on, man. It ended. It didn't need to go on. It ended, and then they introduced a new villain, Adrian whatever the fuck his name is. And it's like... Save it for the sequel. Like, <laughs> save it for the sequel. Don't need this. Like, the last 50 minutes had almost nothing to do with the first hour and 40 of the movie. True. Almost, almost nothing. There's a lot, like, I know a movie's not good if I'm, like, if my eyes are rolling back into my head while I'm watching it. Yeah. And, like, there's so many times during this where I'm like, I don't care what's happening right now. And, like, especially, like, if you're going to make a two-and-a-half-hour movie, make the ending a little bit more satisfying. I was so dissatisfied. He was just kind of sitting there with Shasta, and then he goes, we're not back together. <laughs> End. Also, there was a really weird sex scene between yeah, that was weird. Catherine Waterston and Joaquin Phoenix. He just, he fucking, he gave it to her. He pounded her. He ended and, her. But before, before he did that, he spent, like, a good, like, 40 seconds just like viciously hitting her on the ass. Very aggressive. Very aggressive. Probably wouldn't be that attractive. Be aggressive. Be aggressive. Overall, it just, I don't know, Paul Thomas Anderson. It was, it was weird too because it was trying to be a comedy. Yeah. But it wasn't. like. It, it wasn't funny. It wasn't even it, interesting, it, it, honestly. It was like a gritty, it was like a gritty uh, detective noir. Yeah, like it felt like it was comedy. trying to fucking do like like 1970s noir, and it's like this is no good. <laughs> uh, Paul Thomas well, Anderson is coming like fire for it. It's like yeah, let's let's talk about Paul Thomas Anderson for a sec. Director of There Will Be Blood and Magnolia. Now the sure. difference, those two movies are both also very long, and it can be said that There Will Be Blood is pretty convoluted and even boring at some points. But the mm-hmm. thing is, is that There Will Be Blood fucking delivered, you know? It, de- it delivered so hard. Just think about the ending of There Will Be Blood. It's amazing! It's incredible! Think about the ending of this. How'd this end? What even happened in this movie? <laughs> Man, I barely I remember this movie. I think that's the big problem, is I, I don't know what happened in it. Yeah, it's is that it's I so confusing. It twice, just to like, get a handle on it. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, I was like, do I have to watch this, like, nine times in a row? I don't want to do that, right? Yeah. <laughs> this movie's already two and a half hours. If you made, like, a fucking ten-minute short, and it's like, watch this nine times, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe, but even that's pushing it. But here's the thing, is that because this was so confusing and convoluted, it became forgettable as well. That's I would never... Uh... I would never watch this again. And Joaquin Phoenix, Joaquin Phoenix, he can do better. We've seen him do better in movies like Her. I've definitely seen him give better performances. He's real good in Her. He's real good in Her. Real good in Her. Like, and I don't know, Joaquin Phoenix, he's very versatile. Like, really he's versatile. He's, uh, he's a great actor. Yeah. But he was just, I, this wasn't like his he, role. This wasn't yeah. his role. It's, he was going 70 in this. Like, this felt like a role that wasn't supposed to be for Joaquin Phoenix. It, I think it was... I would bet that this was uh, a Philip Seymour 
or something. Yeah, because that someone, almost seems someone more fitting. Someone who just didn't turn it down or something, or in Philip Seymour's case. Yeah. It's not with us anymore. God bless. God bless you, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, because he know. was in the Masters. So like, it just, I just, you know, I assume PTA wants to work with the more snatch yeah, well, How would you not? Philip Seymour Hoffman's a treat. Hoffman would be good. Hoffman would have been way better in that movie. That's all I'm saying. Overall, I would say don't see this movie. It's so boring. It's not. It's not very good. I was. I was really hoping that it was going to be good. I was really. Yeah, hoping, I, really I'm like, looking forward to it. I, I like. I saw the trailer and thought to myself, "Holy fuck, boys! I gotta see that." The you trailer, that, baby. The trailer made more sense than the fucking movie. That's true. Like the trailer made it look appealing, whereas the movie, it just. I've never felt, well, maybe not never, but it's rare that I feel a movie drag that hard. Like, they were just, they were just like, we got to make it, yeah, American, American Sniper, I don't know, though, they're pretty close, man. We, we got a couple of draggers this week, which is shitty, but... Oh, yeah, I was snoozing through a lot of this week. <laughs> I was snoozing, son. It's just no good. Like... There's no other way to put it's it. Just, it's, it's surprising. It's just a little surprising, in my opinion. Yeah, because, like I said, man, there will be blood. Holy shit, that's a good movie. And it delivers. And who is, who is the fucking... Paul Dano, man. Fucking Paul Dano and There Will Be Blood kills it. Kills it more than anybody in Inherent Vice. And Owen Wilson, he was all right, but... He was in this movie. <laughs> yeah, he certainly he certainly was in it. That's all I really remember. A, it, it was, I don't know, it was he, uninspired. It was uninspired. He wore he wore overalls the whole movie, I'm pretty sure. Uh, he was a fisherman, I don't know. Also, like, maybe, maybe I just really wasn't paying attention, but what the fuck is the Golden Fang? What the fuck is it? Oh, what, you don't, don't know? Because I don't, you don't know. Because nobody fucking knows anything about this movie, because it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Yeah. That being said, like, if they made a movie just about Bigfoot, like, I'd watch the shit out of that. Josh Brolin was great. Just Josh Brolin's character. He was great. Fantastic. I like at the end when he broke through the door. It's great. Bigfoot. Yeah, but, like, that, that was a good scene. But why was there the scene where he stole all that cocaine and then gave it to Joaquin Phoenix for Joaquin Phoenix to give to dealers? He was a policeman. I support all police. I don't, nothing makes sense in this movie. It, it, yeah, and then he was just like, oh, do you want to release my friend? And it's like, well, how the fuck would they do that? Who gives a shit because they did it? Oh, doesn't even make sense. It doesn't make sense. A very uninspired movie. No good. No good. <laughs> Paul Thomas Anderson, you've had a few hits. This ain't one of them. This is not one of them. This is uh, I'd be I'd be ashamed I'd be ashamed to have this one on my record. Quite honestly, yeah. This would this would not be on Paul Thomas Anderson's greatest hit album. That's for sure. Nope. 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 Uh, top five PTA movies. This one this one don't crack it. He's only made five movies. I was surprised when I saw this one not get nominated for best picture, and then I watched it, and I was like, oh, 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 okay. oh I get it. It's no good. <laughs> all right, all right. Boogie Nights, man. Boogie Nights, yeah. Now Fuck there's a fucking good movie. PTA rocking out with Boogie Nights. Marky Mark. Boogie Nights. I haven't seen that movie in so long, but it's so good. It's one of my favorites. So, uh, I, I would say, man, other than Casino Royale, we had a pretty pretty 100% fuck no week. Pretty, pretty dry week, pretty dry week. Uh, yeah. Lost News Fest. Hopefully, uh, you hopefully... want to talk about some things we, we forgot to talk about this last week. Uh, female Ghostbusters. Yeah. Yeah, let's talk about Female Ghostbusters. I... Here's the thing: is that people are exploding on the internet, going like, "Why does it gotta be fucking women? Like, why is it like they're all men in the original? That's, that's ruining that's, it." That's, you see, that's, that's the least of the problems, in my opinion. Yeah, that's that's not even a problem. I don't care if they're women. But I just, I just care if they're Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's I all just want I care it to be, about. I love Ghostbusters so much. I just want it to be good, you know. Yeah, and I feel like, and 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 like we've seen with movies like Saint Vincent, Melissa McCarthy can bust out. You know, good. You know, good stuff. But here's my, my worry is, is that not gonna do that. Every time, every time she fucking is put into a comedic role, what does she do? Fat lady jokes. Fat funny. If there's a fucking fat lady joke in Ghostbusters, I might leave the theater. 
I will not be seeing this in theaters. <laughs> I will fucking I will fucking not see the theater. Now another thing that I want to touch on too, and I want to know what you think about this. Mm-hmm. Chris Pratt is being looked at for Indiana Jones reboot. What do you think? Sure. Why not? <laughs> I think I think it's good, man. I think like people put him are like, in everything. Put them in fucking everything. I don't give a shit. Fucking, people He's on great. the internet are like. Chris Pratt is just going to be fucking everything and sizzle out like Sam Worthington. No, he's not going to sizzle out Sam Worthington. Because Sam Worthington fizzled out because he knew he was trash and was like, all right, better get out of here before people start noticing. He's uh, he's the... I heard someone said this on the internet, but he's he's the American Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. And I, you know what? I like Chris Pratt. So will I go see fucking Jurassic Park, I Indiana think, Jones, fucking... Oh, yeah. Fucking Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, oh, yeah, I'm going to see all those things. Yeah, that's true. Um, see, I think he'd be great as Indiana Jones. Like, he he, fit, he would fit the role, in my opinion. Yeah, he's even got, like, that, that like, Indiana Jones stubble. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, the that's fucking that stubble. Photoshop picture of him, yeah. Yeah, like, it's... The Photoshop picture, like, I almost didn't realize it was Photoshop because he just looks so... <laughs> he, he looks comfortable. You know, so he you looks comfortable. You mentioned Jurassic Park. Yeah. Been another, there's been another trailer from the Super Bowl. What do you think about but, that? So the Jurassic Park trailer from the Super Bowl is amazing for one reason, one reason alone. It looks like it looks like those Raptors that he's like cha- that are like running with him when he's on his bike. It looks like he trained them to be like his pets and like yeah. sidekicks. He's, he's got he's the fucking Raptor whisperer. Holy fuck! Holy <laughs> fuck, boys! How good is that gonna be? You know, you know that uh, that Andy Dwyer. A meme where he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's how I feel <laughs> when I saw that he was a fucking raptor trainer. But um, yeah, we we um, speaking of Super Bowl, we didn't do a show on Sunday because of the Super Bowl. There were some there were some pretty decent trailers, not to mention, and we haven't mentioned him this this episode. At least I don't. Oh no, yes we have. But let me just say, uh, good commercial for Clash of Clans starring the niece. Liam Neeson. God, God bless you, Liam Neeson. All all roads lead to Nice. Oh, fucking Liam Neeson, man. That's it was one of my favorite ads of the entire. He just story. does whatever the fuck he wants, hey. And it's and it's good. Like he does whatever the fuck he wants, and I enjoy it. I want him to keep doing whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> I almost want to rewatch A Team because I like Liam Neeson. Oh, dude, A Team is bad. Though. That's how bad. That's how much I like him, though. I would it's rewatch A Team. True, true. But um. We got tons of uh, new trailers. Bring that! Holy fuck! Yeah, we got the B Coops back in his prime, back in his early days. That was like what like fucking skyrocketed him, wasn't it? Maybe I'm no, dude. Maybe I'm wrong, but um, yeah, we got uh for the Super Bowl. Let's talk about Super Bowl commercials. We got a new Super Bowl commercial for Fifty Shades of Grey. You can bet your ass I'm gonna see that. You bet. You bet I'm gonna see that. I'm curious to how they can make that. I'm I'm curious how they can make that not porn. Yeah, yeah, that's. That'll be interesting. That's that's a general consensus. It's like, how's this not porn? It's gonna be going into movie theaters all over the place. I'll jerk off in the theater. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, I'll fucking pull a Pee Wee Herman. I don't give a shit. <laughs> um, fucking, what else do we got? We got the Minions trailer. Oh man, that movie's just looking worse and worse. What yeah, a train! Like that's what I said about the fucking penguins in Madagascar. And guess what? Great fucking movie. <laughs> something tells me, like something just tells me though, is that basically. The Penguins of Madagascar, I liked them in the first Madagascar movie. After that, I thought to myself, all right, they're kind of squeezing this for everything it's worth, and then they came back around, did Penguins of Madagascar movie. Pretty good. Those minion things? 100% fuck no, all the time. Chicks like them, though. Chicks like them, and that's why they're making this. I don't get it. Like, I see, like, I went to a fucking Halloween party. I saw, like, nine girls dressed as that. Oh, yeah. Every every chick I know dressed up as one. Why? Why? Hey, I know hey, like hey. I know like a hundred girls. They all dressed up as that shit. Hey, hey, not even a good joke. No. Not even funny. Like they're not interesting or funny. They're not cute. They're not cool. They're not anything. They're just shitty. Like they're just dressed up as uh, Steve Krabs. Actually, yeah. If you dressed up as Gru for Halloween, <laughs> get a prosthetic, prosthetic nose. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, overall, you know, we got some... you're making funny noises, but um, oh, uh, what else? What else was even premiered at the Super Bowl? I'm trying to, I'm trying to think. We got a new Avengers trailer. Guess what? It's more, more of the Hulk fighting Iron Man. Who gives a shit? I don't yep. care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't. I didn't care about that. 
Oh, I don't. I, you know, I, I just uh, when it comes to Marvel movies, I don't give a shit about the trailer. I'm gonna go see them anyway, so just fucking. Yeah, that's. I feel the same way in a way, but it's almost to a point where like, I don't even know if I'm gonna see them all anymore because like they're just like, I don't give a shit anymore. Well, you have to because we're we're talking about all of them on the show. So. Yeah, I know, I know, and I'll end up seeing like I want to see the Avengers. I want to see Civil War. I don't fucking want to go see Ant Man. I don't want to see Dude, Black what do you Panther? fucking Ant Man rules? I guess, and I'm like, I'm excited to see. Well, Paul I, see Rob. the thing. The thing about it is. The three like fringe ones they're making coming up are like all of my th- my favorite like weird comics. Like I love Black Panther because nobody lo- steals Black Panther's I love, vibranium. I love Do- I love Doctor Strange. I love Doctor Strange, and I love Batman. They're the three like weird ones that I just enjoy. So like <laughs> it's a good lineup coming up in my opinion. I almost wonder like if they're gonna include Ant Man in the Avengers two somehow though. Probably not. Probably not. Well, now that I'm thinking about. It. I mean, he invented Ultron. Oh. Well, then, yeah, I guess they're going to have to. <laughs> but not like the Ant... Not, not, uh, well, you know, what the, you know what they're doing with Ant-Man, right? Yeah, and they're making it like a suit or whatever. Well, they got like Hank Pym, and then they've got the, the other guy. Yeah. Something Lang. Yeah, who's played by like Michael Douglas or someone famous, I don't remember. Well, I think Hank suit. Pym is being played by uh, Michael Douglas. Because oh. they're like, because he's the original one, and in the comics he's the one who made Ultron, and then Paul Rudd's playing. Uh, oh, so Michael Douglas is gonna be the Avengers part of the Avengers two. I got ya. So <clears throat> I got I got a problem with this Avengers series is that they've announced like what the next like thirty five movies or whatever. I don't give a shit. <laughs> the next forty years of Marvel <laughs> movies are planned. <laughs> but here's, here's here's my biggest. I'm gonna be problem. sixty by the time Wave three is done. You know fucking you know how like. They're doing that dumb thing where they take books and they cut them into two, like the Hobbit. They cut into three. They mm-hmm. cut like Mockingjay, which is like a not too. That's like a ninety-page book, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's for kids. It's not, it's not long. It doesn't warrant two. My sister read that when she was nine, dude. <laughs> but um, Infinity War, they're cutting into two parts. Like drugs. <laughs> Just make, fucking, it, just make it one fucking movie. Just make it one. You have creative control over these characters. You There's know, not a specific. You know how many fucking. Ends. You know how many fucking comic book arcs there are, like a million. Yeah. You don't have yeah. to cut something up. You're not gonna so, run out of content. Here's the thing too: is that if you're gonna make two movies, call it Avengers three and four. Don't call it Infinity War Part One. Maybe call the first one Infinity War and the second one something else. Secret Invasion. Call it's, the Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion. Sure, whatever. The Secret War. I don't give a shit. Just call it anything but Infinity War Part 2. It's lazy and dumb. Fuck. God, Marvel. And, and here's I don't the thing. Know if, I don't know if Secret Invasion came first, but... Here's the thing, too, is that today, just today, they released the, uh, the trailer for uh, Daredevil, new mm-hmm. TV show, Marvel TV show. It's going to be linked into this Avenger garbage and whatnot. Here's the thing. Stop making TV shows based on comic books. It's, Forever. It's, it's a Netflix original, though. I know, but like, how many... Okay, so I was thinking I was talking to you about this yes, yesterday. You were. Fucking three Marvel TV shows. Mm-hmm. Fucking four goddamn DC TV shows. Like I mean, the DC ones are... Only Arrow and Flash are connected, though. The rest are just standalones. But here, but all of the Marvel ones are connected. So here's what I want to know: to enjoy the movie franchise, am I now gonna have to watch every single fucking episode of three different TV shows? No, and here's the reason why: okay. because they're TV shows, and they're set up like TV shows. They're set up like procedural dramas. So, uh, you you can watch an episode of Agent of Shield, or you can watch an episode of CSI. And it's the same shit. Like it's not connected to the universe, barely. Same, barely. same shit, but every now and again they sneeze and say Iron Man. There's <laughs> Iron Man. They reference Iron Man in it. There's nothing. You don't have to see. If here's the thing. If there's anything in that show that's gonna be important, it's gonna be in a movie. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Good. Okay. Good. Because here's the thing. Uh, I watched the first season of Agents of Shield. Never watching fucking comic TV shows ever again. The second season is actually pretty good. 
pretty I won't good. Watch, I, I won't watch more. I don't care how good it is. I won't. Uh, I, I watched the first episode of uh, Agent Carter. It's, it's some trash, dude. <laughs> here's, here's the thing about Agent Carter. Are we just passing out fucking TV shows to every goddamn character in the comic no, books No, they just wanted it to be different, right? So they're like, let's make one in the 50s or whatever. Uh, here's, the thing, here's the thing. Didn't need to be a show. Daredevil, I I kind of see because they're releasing it on Netflix so you can w- binge watch it all at once like, yeah. it's, a fucking, and, like it's a Marvel movie. And that's what I'm, more, I'm, gonna do. I'm more excited for those than the network ones because they're going to be something... They're going to have a story arc instead of just being TV and trying to get renewed, you know? Yeah, and that's and that's a that's a big problem. Because they're doing they're doing four they're doing four for Netflix, right? Yeah, I think so. Four series. But here's here's the big problem with Agents of Shield is that it's a Marvel based universe, like it's mm-hmm. it's based in the Marvel universe, and this is, I haven't seen Agent Carter, but I'm sure it's the same problem. It's a Marvel based universe. Yo, if you're gonna slap Marvel and put it into this universe, put fucking superheroes in it. I don't give a shit about. Like the fucking people working desk jobs, the shield. I don't care, man. Like, put some superheroes in it. Make it a show about superheroes, and that's why I think I'll watch Daredevil. And in a way, I kind of hope Daredevil ties into the Avengers. I hope he's in the Avengers. Yeah, I like Daredevil. Daredevil's one of the coolest fucking superheroes they of all they time. They butchered that last one, but the yeah. the new the new Daredevil series that uh, came out like a couple months ago, the one that's currently running right now. Yeah. It's pretty good, actually. He moves to San Francisco, opens up a new branch there. It's good. I like yeah. it. Nifty. Is he? Is he gonna be? Is he gonna be blind in the show? Yeah. I think. Yeah, he was blind. He was blind through all the comic books, right? I just remember yeah. the fucking scene from the Ben Affleck movie where he's like, "There's a hummingbird over there," and I was like, "Go fuck yourself." <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Ben Affleck. Fuck you, Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck I ruins seen, fucking everything. I haven't seen that movie in over a decade, and I remember. I remember as a kid saying, "Oh, fuck you, Ben Affleck." <laughs> he, gets the, he gets the acid in his eyes. Yeah, and then it's like, why the fuck's Colin Farrell in this movie? Get the fuck was out Colin of here. Colin Farrell in that movie? Yeah, Colin Farrell's a bad guy. I was like, I was like when Colin Farrell was what exclusively about... doing bad stuff. Oh, yeah. And then there's the Kingpin. Uh, yeah. What's that guy that died? Uh, Big guy. Big black. Uh, Michael Clark Duncan. Michael Clark Duncan was the... That's right. That's right. Kingpin. Shit, I forget like everything about that movie. I remember Colin Farrell right before that movie too. A movie came out with him in it. This like one of the worst movies ever. I think it was called uh, Phone Booth. You seen that joint? Nope. I saw uh, <laughs> Miami Vice though. Basically, the idea is this guy's stuck in a phone booth with a sniper pointed at him, and he can't like hang up the phone. It was like that Thirteen Sins movie, except they didn't change the fucking scenery ever. Hmm. Once, no scenery changes at all. It's great stuff. Bad movie. So I think we can probably wrap it up around there. Sure. What do we uh, What do we do next week? Next week we're going to be talking about the last movie that James Gandolfini ever did. It's called oh, The yeah. Drop. Tom Hardy. Tom Wonder Hardy. if his bitch finger is going to be in this. <laughs> Best. Remember Best Bronson? Movie. Remember you ever see Bronson? If if his witch finger is in this movie, isn't in this movie, despite how good it'll be, uh, it'll get a hundred percent fuck no for me. Dude, uh, in Bronson, you see more of Tom Hardy's dick than anything else. <laughs> I've, never seen, dick. I've never seen Bronson, but I, I might see it now, now that I know there's lots of Hardy dick in it. Hardy dick. Hardy dick. So, uh, yeah, we're also going to be talking about continuing on our 007 escapades with the second last movie in the franchise. Oh, yeah. Quantum of Solace. It's got uh, Jack White on the theme song. Jack White on the theme song. Not sure how... how, how how I feel about that one, and then we're Jack gonna be talking White, about uh, Jack White's the best best thing I've ever seen live. Cool, we'll, we'll take a look at it. Uh, we'll take a look at it next week on Sunday. Hey, uh, okay. And we'll talk about the we're gonna be talking about the new Michael Fassbender joint. It's called Frank Bender. Really weird movie. Really weird movie. I think I think you put it on your. Did you put it on your top five music fan thing? I sure Maybe. did. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we already know that five. it's probably. We already know that Buckley Duke here likes it, so I'll probably like it. We, we tend to agree on most movies. I, I like really like this movie. It was fun. I saw it in a little indie theater. It was great. Ah, fun indie theater. Was it like, was there like, uh, was it cash only? I don't, I don't recall. Was there like 25 seats? It's pretty small. Pretty small. You know what they had there this, uh, this, this, a couple days ago? What's that? They had, uh, they were playing Groundhog Day. Oh, shit, Yeah. And, uh, and before it, one of my one of my favorite local bands played. 
<laughs> played a set before the movie <laughs> in the theater. Uh, great stuff. And did you go to it? I couldn't go, dude. Oh, shit. Go. That would have been, been perfect. Perfect. That would have been the best day ever. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, oh. Uh, check out the uh, YouTube channel of YouTube Punch Nerds, uh, Punch Nerds at Home. And uh, give a little shout-out to uh, fucking Learn You Something podcast. Uh, Clop and Pop wants to cross and pro- cross-contaminate, you know. Wants to cross, wants to cross-promote. What does that good mean? Podcast. Oh, good podcast. Oh, is, is he talking about our podcast on his podcast? Yes, he's going to talk about his podcast on our podcast. Okay, is he going to talk about our podcast on his podcast? <laughs> I don't, I don't want to be fucking giving him free, free yeah. ads if he's not talking about our podcast on his podcast. He sure is. Okay, you, you fucking best. I'm going to listen for it. <laughs> I edit this show. I can just put a plug in whenever I want, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Punch your oh. circle.